Mark Duclos joins us. A few people in the world know more about the sport of greyhound racing than Mark, and he and Troy are going to have a chat here about uh, the Million Dollar Chase Series up in Sydney, also including the Sydney Cup and various other bits and pieces. Mark, thanks for jumping on Midweek Meadows. My pleasure. Hi, Mark. Troy Owenick here, mate. Really appreciate you coming on. Uh, look, you're a man who knows absolutely plenty about greyhound racing. I take us back to uh, back to the old days of the greyhound racing extra videos that we used to buy and watch uh, growing up and, and learning about greyhounds in the 90s and uh, very exciting videos back in those days about what was happening in greyhound racing, how to train and, and some of the international aspects of it as well. Yeah, look, it was uh, an, an interesting time because we were pre-Sky uh, Racing. There was really nothing on the market as far as uh, video tutorials or videos about Greyhound Racing was concerned, Troy. And, uh, you know, I'd, at that stage, I'd been involved in, in the dogs for, you know, the best part of 15 or 18 years, and I was involved in television, uh, and I just thought there was a gap in the market. And, and we did, and I was fortunate enough, I met some great people, some great trainers that I learned a lot from. Um, and it sort of stood me in good stead for, obviously, you know, a career later with Sky Racing and, and now further down the track with Greyhound Racing New South Wales and, and doing our, uh, you know, our video previews and television stuff that we do. So, you know, in those days, as, as you say, um, you know, there was nothing else around. People seem to love them. I love doing them, and it's it's been a great ride ever since. Yeah, absolutely. I say we, we used to sit around and watch it, and uh, especially the American racing and that, which you'd never seen before. And hearing the race caller yell out, "He is lucky," as Lua came around, and <laughs> diff- different little comments like that, and different aspects of the racing. It was incredible to watch. And as a greyhound enthusiast growing up, loved every bit of it. As a greyhound enthusiast, absolutely loving the million dollar chase that's going on at the moment. Uh, Friday night, the grand final. You don't know, Mark, if, unless you're listening before, but I'm sitting here wearing my picky. Blinder cap. I'm on the Tommy Shelby bandwagon as a West Aussie. Um, what are your thoughts on this race? It's brought together an unbelievable field of, of different aspects from different states, hasn't it? it look, we, we coined the phrase last Friday night after the semi-finals, Troy, that it was the million-dollar mystery because there's so many different scenarios of how this race can be run and obviously how it can be won. You've got early pacing boxes one, two and three with Shadow Miss, Cherry and, and Flying Ricardo, the boom pup. You've got pace out wide in Handsome Prince in seven and of course Tommy Shelby drawn out in box eight. My only reservation, and I've been going to Wentworth Park since the, the early 1970s and I've seen some of the greats of our industry race there in feature races. And I couldn't tell you how many times Box 8 has brought them undone in a big race spine-on. That's my only reservation with Tommy Shelby, that he's drawn the graveyard box. He has run 5.33 to the first mark, which is a length faster than any of these dogs in the race. He's also run 29.44 overall, which is the fastest of any dog in this race. But I just keep coming back to the fact that he's drawn Box 8 to win it he'll have to do everything right because it is a top-class field. And quite honestly, any of these dogs, if they get the brakes in running, can win it. I like Flying Ricardo. He's a boom pup. He's, I just thought his win on Friday night was full of guts. He was he was stuck in the middle of Faithy Bale and, and Poppy Jack on his outside. He was, he was the meat in the sandwich, but he punched through. He toughed it out. And that's what good dogs do. And you... You know, you can you can tell a dog that is above average when they can handle the pressure, they can ride a bump, 
and still go on to win. And, and that's why flying Ricardo is my top tip. I think he can lead. I think he can get a break. I think he can win the million dollars. Yeah, look, as I say, I'm on the Tommy Shelby bandwagon, but I do agree with you. This race, there's so many chances in it. It's so open, it's not funny. Flying Ricardo, as you say, it's been absolutely flying. And the great story behind Flying Ricardo too, isn't there, Mark, in terms of uh, how the Greyhound was purchased? Yeah, I run an auction up here, Troy, called the Gold Muscle Puppy Auction, and uh, we, we've only had one today. We had to cancel this one, obviously, this year due to COVID, but our first one was in June 2019, had a really good response, great, um, great some, you know, people buying dogs for the first time, getting involved in the industry, but I've known the Sultana family for around 40-odd years, and Lynn and Brendan Aldis bred a litter by Barcia Bale out of Megalodon, who was a really handy little chaser. Uh, they were keenly sought after. Christy Sultana bought two of them. Uh, she paid 7500 for each of them. One turned out to be Flying Ricardo. One turned out to be Ivy Can Ivy, who actually races at Wenny's on, uh, on Saturday night. The interesting part and the funny part was when it came time to settle up in the afternoon, Christy came to me and she said, oh, Mark, she said, I'm sorry, but... I haven't brought my credit card and I haven't got the cash. Is it okay for me to take the dogs and pay you tomorrow? And it's like, well, Chris, <laughs> we've got to pay these people. So, you know, but I knew them. I trusted them. She took the dogs. The rest is history. She's looking down the barrel of a, a million dollars. They are fantastic greyhound family, the Sultanas, and, and got to know them a bit myself. And uh, look, it's, it's just an awesome race. Uh, Shadow Mist for the Adelaide connections as well with Lauren Harris. There's so many options here. Um, probably we'll, we'll move on to the Sydney Cup quickly because I, I don't want to hold your time, up, Mark. Uh, the Sydney Cup's obviously thrown together a great field as well. Uh, we see the the old stage of the old Marvel Tornado Tears got the job done. Here's Tears, the brother. The other Victorian rock star, Beave. Uh, well, he, he had a pretty easy heat, would say after a, a good one didn't probably show his best um, and obviously that's Sunday... an understatement boys <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic you're being kind we've all had them mate but you are being kind yeah. I'm being diplomatic uh, I, I, look yeah. he's, he's an, look he's a great greyhound when he's at his best and he's, he's at the opposite end of the list when he's, he's not at his best so he's uh, yeah. just don't know which one you're going to get but uh, it's brought together quite a good feel Sunset Bursky should take a lot of uh, uh, gain a lot of benefit from that run in the heat last week and you'd think she would be, he would improve um, obviously there's a couple of others there as well but uh, where do you where have you landed on the Sydney Cup? I think all the prize money heads south along the Hume Highway um, Sunset Burbsky I think like you just said I think she'll be much better for last week's run it was her first run over the 700 for three weeks uh, she probably just petered on a run in the last little bit. His tears had, had got the break on her. Um, again, you, you can't discount a dog like Tornado Tears. I know he's, he's got to that age where um, people look at him and, and they question some of his runs, but have a look at his record. He's won nearly a million dollars. He's a track record holder there at 41.3. He showed last week again after coming off that uh, Group 3 Top Cat win at the Meadows but he could still mix it with the best. Uh, he's, he's full brother by blood. He's tears. He draws perfectly. But I just thought Sunset Burbsky loves an outside alley. 
It's going to be much better for that run last week. I think she'll take home the cash as well. I, I tend to agree with you, Mark, in the sense uh, with that. But uh, just the interesting part about Tornado Tears, and, and you might have seen this yourself being on course, is we do hear a lot of people saying, you know, he's getting on in age, he's not the same dog. But when you see him at the track, and I mentioned this earlier on radio, he is like a little two-year-old pup. He's absolutely <laughs> loving being there. He loves his racing. Even after the race the other week at the Top Cat video, we were trying to get a quick photo with him, and he wanted to pull uh, Peter hand of Peter Riley back into the catching pen and go back on the track. He, he, he didn't want to stand there for the photo. He wanted to keep going. So he's loving his racing. Uh, and while they're doing that and they're loving what they're doing, it's worth keeping him running. Uh, is there anything else in the other car? There's obviously plenty of other races happening, the Young Stars, the, the Masters. Is there any other runners that we should be looking out for on the card? Oh, no, I think it's just a card to be celebrated, Troy. I mean, we're in the middle of a, a year that none of us would ever have dreamt that we would experience probably in our lifetime. And to think that Greyhound Racing New South Wales, um, they stuck solid, they supported their industry, they supported their participants, and they put a million-dollar uh, race on. I think I think that's something that's probably gone a little bit, flown a little bit under the radar. I think they should be related for that because we've seen a few of the other stat bodies, you know, trim their prize money up, but... GRNSW put the money up. We've got the Masters event, $100,000 to the winner. I think it's a great concept because it rewards those greyhounds that just continue to race throughout their career. Uh, I think that Sunburn Highway and Nengar Cash can fight that out. Uh, we've got the Young Star Classic, a really smart field that's been assembled for that. Chrissy Benner will start favourite uh, from box two. I like Rapallo drawn out in box eight on an each way basis. But as I said, you know, the, the overall night is just something that should be celebrated. And for viewers, uh, we're very lucky. It's a, what's been a really big coup for the New South Wales Greyhound industry. Channel 9, we're doing a feature presentation. It's only a six-minute window, but it's a six-minute feature presentation of the Million Dollar Chase final. And we're coming on directly after the NRL preliminary final. It goes all throughout Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria on the main Channel 9 network. Troy, this means there's going to be literally millions of eyeballs on Greyhound Racing, the Million Dollar Chase, and people will be sitting back saying, are you serious? a greyhound race worth a million dollars to the winner. So it's great exposure for our industry. Well, I'll be watching. Love what's happening. Love the uh, the million-dollar concept and uh, actually thinking maybe I should get my trainer's licence back and uh, have a crack at this million dollars. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of money. It's life-changing. Uh, looking forward to tuning in. It should be fantastic. Thanks for your time, Mark. Uh, really appreciate it. And all the best for Friday night. My pleasure, Troy.